0: Hey guys, welcome to Sticks and Giggles. I'm Laura Lebo. This is my podcast. We talk about Jews, comedy, we talk to Jewish comics, we talk about whatever we want. Uh, I wanted to take like just a minute off the top to uh, talk about Nick Nemroff. Uh, Nick passed away recently and he was one of Toronto Comedy's um, truly most beloved comics and people and I wanted to specifically honor him here um, because he did do an episode of my other podcast with the CJN and he's Canadian, was Canadian and Jewish and I really wanted to make sure he was celebrated specifically by that community. So if you're listening, I couldn't recommend going out and downloading his album enough. It was Juno nominated for a very good reason. It's called The Pursuit of Comedy Has Ruined My Life. Um, and I also encourage you to donate to your local chapter of Planned Parenthood in Nick's honor. So with that being said, if Nick were here, I think he would want me to start my podcast in a timely manner and introduce my guests. That's what I think. So I wanted to uh, welcome Rachel Manson and Natalie Norman. Welcome, guys. Thank you for being here. Hello.
1: Oh. Hi, I'm here. Natalie's there. <laughs> we're here. And
0: Rachel's over there.
1: got <laughs> Guys, Natalie's here. Natalie's, here. Natalie's in on. her. Come on, let's get let's get it uh, together. Rachel
0: said it looks like she's in anthropology because of her little Truly. um Instagram corner. Is that like the only like? Is that like the best corner of your house, and then the rest is trash? Are you nuts? That is not like I'm, I mean I want to do like a little just turn around. Mm-hmm.
1: Hold on, you see some. Oh, that's those lovely. Plants. Jesus Christ, that's beautiful.
2: That's the privilege of living by yourself during a pandemic. You get to make your place look as
0: insane as you want. You lived Uh, by yourself. That is so wonderful. So
1: jealous. (laughs) Which is so funny because during the pandemic, it's like, guys, our hearts go out to people living alone right now. Like, please have them in your prayers. Now we're all like, fuck, that sounds awesome.
2: I'm going to be honest. I feel so lucky that I got to- then I got to be by myself. I was like, all these couples are breaking up. I was like, LOL, <laughs> good luck. I got to be by, I have, a, like, I'm very lucky. I have a two bedroom. So Whoa. I turned my second room into like a little workout Jesus. place. And I just like, I was like, oh, I can be here for another 30 years by myself. How long have you been in that Holy place?
1: Crap.
2: I've been in this place for six years, but oh. by myself, literally the month before the pandemic. Your roommate left? Oh, shit. Or were you living yeah, with my someone roommate left? Who was
0: sexy with you? No. No, I never live
2: with anyone. I don't like anyone enough to let them into my space that Mm -hmm. much. Well, it's a
0: two-bedroom, and I do believe
2: if you're going to live with a partner, that should be what you do. I agree. I agree. But no, I was living um, with my roommate. She bought a condo and left literally February 2020, and then March (laughs) 2020 we know what happened, and I was like, "Well, this has worked out well." <laughs>
0: wow! There were like what there were like a few months where I would not have been wanting to live alone, where like it would have felt really lonely. And then after those two months, would have been a massive, massive blessing. Like you can uh-huh. zoom was, with
1: people. You can zoom
0: who with people. Wants,
2: who even wants to zoom with people? Don't lie to me. Nobody.
0: No And it was like
2: there were some days where people were calling me constantly, and I was like, "Enough!" Like I literally yeah. was like. I don't feel like I'm alone because too many people because are I calling. Have plants.
1: You. This is a nightmare. literally
2: everywhere.
0: Absolutely. Are you guys introverts? Do you guys identify as introverts?
1: No, yeah. Rachel. No to you. <laughs> Absolutely fucking not. I, I want to be clear, and it, I, it's so funny when people talk about like, oh, I, like I'm an extroverted introvert, or I'm an introverted extrovert. Like I love people, but then I like my alone time. Like, yeah, that's just yeah, that's being, being a human, fucking yeah. human being. Um, it's just straight up being a human being. Uh. Like the, the it's funny the pandemic has made me more of an introvert because I have straight up lost social skills. Like I I they they're gone. I don't they fell out of the bucket somewhere along the way and I haven't gone to find them yet. Oh. Like I I've lost Rachel, social skills. But
0: I ran yeah. into uh I was I went to a dog park with my friend maybe like maybe like a year ago or mm. like prime <laughs> prime social skill loss era. And I ran yeah. into this girl that I went to camp with, who I woman who I haven't seen in I'm going to say like 15 years. If it's camp, it's girl. She was girls. a girl. Uh, you know if it's what? camp, it's girl. She has become woman. Um,
1: Fair. And
0: I ran. <laughs> and, and that's on her, her. And she should have stopped while she was ahead. But I, I saw her <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, how are you? Like, um, how's your family? And I was like, good job. Like, good question. Really nailing it. That's like a perfect mm-hmm. question for someone you haven't seen in a while. And then she was like, they're good. Da-da-da. And then I don't know why. I don't know why. But I was like. <laughs>
1: I thought just gonna be like my whole well, family's so, dead, and you're like, I was "Oh, like, sorry." Did
0: they all um did did they all get through the the pandemic? And then my friend was like, "Are you asking her if anyone died from COVID over the pandemic?" <laughs> and I was like, "I That's guess amazing. so, yeah." And she was like, "No, they all made it out alive. Thanks."
1: <laughs> oh my god! Shut, no, well, I like that. Up. I was gonna say I- now they're making it weird. We should all just be what well, like. I feel like we should all be over the weird conversation topics around morbidity. Yeah. Like, we we all went through a deadly pandemic. Nobody should be like, don't bring that up with company. Oh, I love like, that, Rachel. We're, yeah. We're all on the brink of death. Just totally. let's I talk mean, about it. I
2: mean, I think in general, we should always bring up whatever we want, whenever
1: we want. That's, That's a probably- big Natalie Norman <laughs> slogan. That's a big, that you definitely live by that in a big way.
2: I have to, because uh, otherwise... I else uh, you my- to do? Yeah, what else are you could do? We're comedians. I mean, what are you expecting from us? Yeah. That's true. Like, yeah. I, I like to ask whatever I want. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm not going to be mean, but I, I mm-hmm. need a note. I need a note. Were know. you always like that, 100%. Natalie? No. So, that's when you asked if I was an introvert, uh, ex- whatever, yeah. extrovert. Um, I consider myself an introvert because <laughs> I don't actually love being around yeah. people. I Mm. was like, I'm the youngest of five, but there's a significant age gap. So I spent most of my childhood by myself. So I feel most at peace Mm. by myself. And like comedy is the only reason I'm social. Yes. And the first few years were really hard for me. And even sometimes are hard for me because I have to be around so many people and there's so much energy that afterwards I'm like, I need to be by myself immediately. I hate everyone. Like I got to hide out. That's why the mm-hmm. pandemic was so, like, my friends called me during the pandemic, and they were like, you know, we always joke about how we hate people, but they're like, I think you actually hate people and really are thriving.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but see, that's great. It's good to know that about yourself. Like, I, I, I used to have such, which is so funny because I grew up as a, like, nature kid nerd like i i was like i had this is not none of this is shocking like everything about it screams you were alone in a creek for like seven years but but i was literally like i liked bugs i liked little things and i didn't talk to anybody and then like it it took until i was like 20 or or 19 i guess is when i started stand-up to realize like oh this is this is this is a drug and then i that's Literally, then that became Well,
0: there is something... So, like, I am an introvert. I'm, like, a full introvert. Um, And mm-hmm. then I tell people that, and they're like, but you do stand-up. Like, you get up and you talk in you front of a bunch up. of people. But honestly, the format of stand-up is so structured and rigid. I'm talking. It's mm-hmm. my time. You're watching me, and you're quiet. And that's the power dynamic, and that's the structure, and I don't have to worry about it. And if you talk too much or try and, like, get in the way, I can ask you to be removed depending on which club I'm at Mm -hmm. like there's a a real format to it and that is my dream I love people but I like structure uh, social structure as well that makes me very comfortable you know what I mean
1: yeah also stand-up isn't it is not like by definition not a group activity like like we don't work yeah we don't work in groups we're not improv people like this is notoriously a like solo activity that people just come and watch you do. Yes. So it's, it's, I'm, yeah.
2: I'm going to be honest. I, find,
1: <laughs> I never think of comedy
2: like that because I, so interactive with the crowd. You're so. Yeah,
1: you are. I was going to say, you're a very much a crowd work comedian, which is so fun.
2: Which is funny. Cause if you ask like male comedians, if I'm a crowd work comedian, they would say no. Cause of my, because they don't, cause crowd work is like this very specific thing where you go, how's your day going? And then you make riffs about that. Mm-hmm. but, I'm more like, we're in a conversation. This is, like, my time to talk to people, and I want you to be a part of it. And it's, I think it's the more, like, uh, mine feels, like, a little more, like, uh,
0: we're in this together. Yeah, mm-hmm. I literally just but watched it's not- you, like, schmooze a crowd of 200 people. <laughs> like, just, like, shoot oh their shit. That was- it was, like, 200 people in Hamilton. Uh, the age of which, the average age of which was, like, 70? Oh, yeah. And
2: (laughs) that's so nuts. (laughs) It was so, I wasn't planning on doing that, but it's just the nature of who I am. It's like, I just, it's weird because I don't necessarily, like I said, love people, but I love like interacting with people and hearing their reactions.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: And that, I mean, it was so crazy because I never thought that in front of. 200 people I would like just like I literally was like tell me about your single men and then I pointed
0: at people but then it worked this woman went up to her wait did that woman ever reach out to you oh we're in conversation right now. okay she got like Natalie managed to like find a matchmaker in the crowd to matchmake her with somebody yeah
1: Wait, yes, so, by the whoa, way, sorry, really on. quickly, we
0: are technically talking about feminism, but I would just argue that this is feminine. Like it's happening. It's we're in the middle of it.
1: And what's more feminist than boys? <laughs> um, so, yes. But wait, on. wait, wait. like her profession is matchmaker.
2: No. OK, so I'll explain. So me and Laura did the Jewish comedy festival in Hamilton. We were right. the only two ladies. Perfect. Um, and which is with a smorgasbord of Mm -hmm. incel like men yep (laughs) and i would say that to their faces um
0: some very lovely
2: incels some Some yes yes well they're jewish well you know what it's like incels more of a vibe to me and an energy
1: Mm, i agree with that
2: um however me and laura were the only two females laura went up she killed uh, and then I went up miserable because I don't want to perform on these shows because mm. I always agree in front of a bunch of Jews, and it's always like an older crowd. And I was just miserable. I brought my bag on stage,
1: huge and I was bag. like, "I'm not like even doing massive bag. bag. That's incredible. Like luggage. She brought luggage fucking, on stage. Yeah. That is such and a, a huge power water move. bottle, like a massive even. analogy. That's <laughs> that is so amazing. First of all, every Jewish mom in the audience will be like, "Okay, finally, time yeah, to talk." Exactly. But like, yeah. also. <laughs> Such a power move to be like, I'm on my way somewhere else.
2: <laughs> well, my, no, my, my thing is like, I don't like. My flight they, gets there was in room, any second. But the, <laughs> my,
1: Pearson's all fucked up. I'm just here in the wait time. Yeah. <sighs>
2: but like the problem was the green room door was open and my, like, it was yeah. anybody could walk in and I had my computer. So I was like, I'm bringing this. I'll explain to them that I don't trust any of them mm-hmm. or the comedians. But mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to be the most Jewish for me, which is good. I talk to everyone. Jewish is like. It's weird because I introvert, but once again, Jewish people, we just talk to everyone, whether or not we like yes. them. It's like we're just forced to, and that's what I want to do. I was like, oh, this is a place where everyone is supposedly Jewish. I'm mm-hmm. just going to be the most Jewish version of myself, yeah. and that means I'm going to come up here kind of disheveled, say what I want to say, and then I asked the crowd, Does I'm only here looking for love. I figured if there's someone that's going to know someone, it's going to be at this Jewish comedy show. 100%. And a woman came up to me in the bathroom afterwards and said,
1: first of all... You and Laura were my favorites. Of course. So I just want to the female comedians well, often kill. Well,
0: I, I, yeah, I will well, say like um it was surprising. Not to say that like uh Hamilton's a small town, but outside of Toronto, things can really go either way. Like I, I you can definitely oh, be yeah. largely disliked before you get up on stage. So it was so refreshing to see mm-hmm. these uh Jews in their, like, truly, like, 60s and 70s truly, really enjoy um, me and Natalie. Like, really liked us and said so afterwards. It felt really nice. Yeah. That's wonderful. It was really nice, and it was, like,
2: and so that was great. And then she was, like, also, I have a list of single men who live in Toronto. Can I set you up? And I was, like, I started screaming (laughs) in the bathroom. I was, like, yes, it's my dream. So we exchanged um, Instagram handles and now we're in talks. She asked me a bunch of questions. I literally just haven't had time to answer them, but I will be answering
0: them and I'll keep you all updated because I'm. Please very do. Excited. But quick question: If she's not a matchmaker, why does she have a list of Jews?
1: Le- so well, kind she's a Jewish of woman. I was gonna say this was a question, and then I answered it myself, being like, "Well, surely just this is just a yeah, mother. that's fair. This is yeah, just that's a reasonable. Jewish mother who has a mental and I'm physical. sure physical list on her phone up on her wall of the single I have a man. mental. Li-
2: I have a mental list. I have a mental list of, like, people who are single. And, like, Uh if I see someone, I'm like, oh, that's a good That's so
1: generous. I don't think
0: about anyone but myself. I don't care about,
1: I was (laughs) literally just about to say, I don't care about anyone enough to do that. Nor do I like anyone enough to do that, I think. Maybe I am an introvert. (laughs) (laughs) Like, huh. Um, Wild. Wow. Well, it's a good mitzvah to set people up. Oh, it is a good mitzvah, yeah, definitely. Um, and I think
2: it's nice. It,
0: that, it is
1: two nice. People up, it's, what I'm love. it's nice oh, it's, it's objective it's objectively a nice thing to do. It's objectively it's funny, a nice thing to do.
0: I don't consider myself a particularly nice person. But, but maybe you're kind. There's like nice and then there's kind.
1: Nice nice is different than good. Yes. Nice is different yes. than good. Uh as as time.
0: Oh, Why you were also a musical um,
1: theater gal i don't why i literally the minute i said it i was like why the fuck would you announce that to anyone to anyone (laughs) that yeah but i do i do
2: want to say something while we're on the talk of this jewish i just just like and i would say this to the producer um but like i was like yeah there was no reason to book anyone but me laura the headliner and and ben yep that would have been a fantastic show quick and like I mean, I think me and Laura are a little more ahead in our comedy careers than the other people on the show. Hmm. And it's not necessarily about gender, but um, it's it's also, like, like definitely... Jewish women
1: kill in Jewish crowds. Jewish women kill in Jewish crowds. And, yeah, I don't know the larger, like, sociological breakdown of that. I honestly just think female comedians are sometimes better. But, um... I genuinely think yes. they're better, and I'm okay, happy good. to say that. Good, okay, good. I, I want I, I don't want to be gendered, but uh, yeah, it's not non non cis male comedians, and you're in for a treat. That's 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 my just not always. Well, that's, but that's it's a nice just rule it's of exciting,
0: thought. right? Like I I honestly yeah. still identify as a comedy fan, not uh, not right. more than a, a, a comic, but like very close because I mm. feel like I started late and I w- went to see comedy all the time, like in Toronto. <laughs> just saw local comedy all the time and even though there's definitely a big push for like diverse lineups still there's so many straight cis white male comics and it's just exciting to see yeah. something else sometimes whether whether it's like material well, for that works for you or not that you relate to it's just it's a thrill to get something a little bit different on the lineup
1: a hundred percent
0: well my theory I have a theory as to why women tend to be better.
1: Mm.
2: in comedy and that's because we feel there's fewer opportunities so when we get to stage we have to try harder
1: yeah so and and prepare
2: like and prepare and we have less time so when you are put in those circumstances you're gonna give it your all when mm -hmm. all the opportunities are available for you you're like oh well I have another show tomorrow or eight shows tonight you know you don't have to think about these things but for all of us so like by the nature of that and it may not be like it's not necessarily a gender thing. It's just about a thing where, like, this is how society has set us up. So we have to really get there and be prepared and try our hardest. Because we also know if we're the only woman on the show and we do poorly,
0: that's it for all of that us. That is definitely yeah. a big drive, driving factor for me. Like, a huge one.
1: A hundred percent. Because they'll walk away from, a, a, like, a, an, a not great male comedian and be like, I didn't like yeah. that guy. But they'll walk away from us being like, I don't like women. Like I don't yeah. like female comedians. They're well, not I'm sure for me. you've
0: both had this happen to you, where someone comes up to you after a show and says, "Um, I liked you," and I. But I generally don't like female comics. Right?
1: It's a crazy Wild. thing. I have it's, had that. It is an insane. It's it's it's. There's two pairings to that. It's already nuts that you f- that you feel that that's an opinion yeah. you can have, and it's already more nuts and an extra layer of entitlement to feel like you can share that with right. me. Right? Like, a well, they think, a they think it's a compliment. They think it's a compliment, but it's also exactly. just so wild
0: that if if you had bombed, then that would have solidified their image of female comics. But then you did well, and they can't. Mm-hmm. They still can't shift their perspective. Like, it, they yeah, won't mold a hundred percent. just as an outlier, right?
1: Yeah, it's like, well, you were good, which which surprised me. I'm not going to take this with me or learn anything from this, but uh, the, the, you right. did good. Even yeah.
2: more so than that, you know, for me, what I don't like about that, it, uh, like, kind of, like, puts this idea that female comics are in competition with each other. Yeah, that's true.
1: Always. Yeah. Oh, my God, always. And
2: that's, it's like, oh, there could only be one when, like, you know, as I get more and more into comedy and older, I'm like... No, there's so many different types of female comedians. There doesn't have to be just one. Like if there can be 18 male comedians, there can also be 18
0: female comedians. Honestly, the main thing on a lineup that's like, if there's anything that's ever too homogenized on a lineup, it's style for me. If, if, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Yes! That's so true. If every comic on the lineup has the same style, or very close to it, it's really, it's arduous, it's a long show, but if there's so many different styles, it's such a fucking awesome show, especially if the lineup's well-made and, like, well-placed.
1: Yeah, if you have somebody outgoing then like, really, like, animated and then immediately after that somebody deadpan and then it goes back it's so fun but if you have an entire show that's deadpan deadpan stops being a style it just just really
0: quickly because the last time i saw nick i was saying how i did a taping recently and they put me first and i was like rattled by it just for the layman comics don't want to go first it does not a good spot in the Mm -hmm. show for anyone listening and um i was like yeah, I, i just chose to take it as a compliment because i was very upset like frustrated by it and he was like, you should try um, putting, like, no energy behind any of the jokes you say, and then they'll never put you first. Nick said yeah. that? <laughs> That's so funny. I was like, yeah, that's such God, a good My God, is point. that why he had his well, style? Well, it just was a oh, happy fuck, co- consequence crazy. of his style that he was. Ne- he never had yeah. to go bullet. That's, yeah.
1: Wow. That's, that's so I, funny. I never thought about that.
2: I mean, it i I actually think it's a compliment. I mean, I think it's the host yeah. job to warm you to warm the yes. show up.
1: People obviously.
0: forget that a lot. And as a host, mm-hmm. when yeah. you start posting more, you really realize that bullet is not actually bullet. That going first is not actually going Bullet's first. Bullet's not yet. bullet. It's not at
2: all. Like people will be like, I don't want to go first and like at my weekly show. And I'll be like, believe me, you're yeah. not first. No. Me and Jess are doing. 15 to 20 minutes. Natalie and Jess will do
1: a tight half hour at the beginning (laughs) of that show. And just a full podcast. By the time you get up
2: there. Um,
1: one hundred percent.
2: But by the time you get up there, I'm like, you are not first. They're so excited. And that's the point of why we do it because we want to make sure they're really warmed up and really into it. Totally. Because, because that's our job as hosts. And I don't think like I get put for first a lot. And you know what? Now I look at them like, great. You know what? If I'm in a mood, I go, great. I'll just kill. Mm -hmm. I'll just destroy. Good luck to everyone who has to come after me. Yeah. That's the host. That's
0: a that is a really, really good attitude, though. Excellent. It it really really is. is. And the more I MC, the more I like that is terrifying. I I actually recently asked to be put on more MC gigs because I'm so terrified of it and not good at it. Yeah. Wow. Um, I really shouldn't like advertise that I'm bad at it. I'm getting much better. But I just wanted to it's a, train myself. I don't myself think you're probably bad anymore. at it anymore.
1: No. You're, not, you're probably not bad at it, but it is frightening being the first person on stage. It's, and the energy is completely unpredictable. Right. You, I, I, eventually, once you watch a couple comedians, you're like, okay, this is the kind of audience we're dealing with, so I can adjust exactly. my jokes accordingly. When you go in on a blank slate, they could be, every single one of them could be asleep, or they could all be there to, like, down to clown, and you don't well, you're know what you are telling talking. them, essentially. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
2: So, but good on you, but like it is Mm -hmm. terrifying. And I don't think people realize, like, that's the worst
0: spot. Yeah. But it's also the most liberating spot because, first of all, maybe the crowd doesn't know this, but other comics know that it's the hardest job. So there's a lot of freedom to fail in a way. And because you kind of do have to do crowd work and you do have to be a bit more spontaneous, you just have to let Mm -hmm. go of control. You have to let go of like killing and doing a really precise set. It's so yeah. nice in a way. The more you do it, it's just very liberating.
1: Yeah, it, it definitely can be, especially when you realize as a host, nothing you can do. You, no one is going to walk away from a show being like my favorite That's person. That's a was really the good host. point. It's, they it's often impossible. don't think you're a so, if they And if they, they do, you, you booked a bad show. Like, <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> sorry. But um, yeah, so uh, it's, it is a freedom.
2: It's funny because I, I don't like hosting till this day. I still get anxious about it. Oh. Um, that's even after hosting I was gonna say you do this I,
1: every single week
2: I do it every single years. week and I used to have another weekly Yeah. oh my god right I forgot so, holy fuck and every week it was so hard but what I can say is that what is so great about being a host is you can try the most new things mm. you can play around the most and that's probably why I'm so conversational is because yeah. I posted True. so much yeah. that like for me a part of it like Listen, I don't, I want to kill always. And I want to kill as a host too. So okay. that's, I think, part of it is why I talk to everyone during my sets. Like,
0: because that's just what I, how I learned how to be a comic. And a good That comic. brings up a really interesting point, yeah. which is, like, your comedic style. I feel like when we all start comedy, we have an idea of what we, we would like our comedic style to be. But your comedic style is so shaped by the shows that you get consistently put on. And, like, the role that you have in those shows, like... If you're doing mm-hmm. like shows uh, in Ontario, outside of Toronto, primarily your style is just going to accidentally mold into a style that would kill in those locations. If you're hosting all the time, your style is just going to mold into a style that would kill as a host, like whether you want it to or not, it's going to have a massive impact on you, which is why it's nice to really mix it up a lot. You know,
1: mm, that's it's, a really good point.
0: It's nice to mix up, but I will say that hosting for me, all those types of
2: hosting, it's I think it makes you the strongest queen yes. you could be because you have to deal yes. with... You're, like, dropped, right? Like you said, cool calling. You're, yeah. like, dropped in a field and you're like, okay, yeah. figure it out. Um, and that's such an important thing to remember is I think, you know, because I mainly do shows in Toronto and I have, like, these liberal crowds, people think, you know, they're like, oh, she can't survive in the country. And I'm like, no, no, no. I know what's going on. Like... Mm-hmm. Do not think that, we, like, we're aware. Like, I've been to other cities, and I know how to, like, kill there. I just prefer
1: not to. Oh, yeah. Yes. We've all done an Oshawa show on a Tuesday, and Guys, it's soul Literally the last time but I it's... did
0: Oshawa, I have a joke about Jewish <sighs> stereotypes. The crowd started shouting out their favorite Jewish stereotypes, like, the ones that they, oh like, that, most related to. Like,
1: thank God someone brought it up. Like, a f- <laughs> That's awful. That's so bad. It was crazy. Oh, gosh. I kind of it. was hilarious. hilarious. It's I kind amazing. Of love
0: it. it was really funny. It's so um, funny. Oh, and the so time before that, yeah. I talked about how I don't look Jewish. And then this guy said, Yeah, you do. The nose. What? You don't have a big nose. You have
1: zero. Thank you. Nose. And that's
0: why I brought this up.
1: Good. I'm glad. Yeah,
2: you're welcome. <laughs> um, but sometimes I'll say, like, I like, sometimes I love those, like, no matter once I leave Toronto, I'm like, oh, I can be m- even more disgusting. That's true. Yeah, yeah. They're depraved out there. Because I disgusting always always works unless you're in like some weird, like religious
0: town. Well, yeah. I will say sometimes in really 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 small towns or or yes. towns where it's like it's small enough that whoever's there is a true community, like they they all know each other. They right. often mm. don't want to hear gross stuff. If only because yeah, it's partly I think it's religious, but also it's like I don't want Joe from around the corner to know that I think this is appropriate or funny. Like there's a weird everyone decides
2: wow. to do it. Like, like
1: Yeah. I almost
2: like I almost think of them as like little like Christian townships. That's what I'm talking about. Like
1: Totally. Those
2: when you go into those, like I try to be my cleanest and I don't do them often, especially not now. No. But I try to be my cleanest because I they just have a different life. And like, I want to relate to, I do want to relate yeah, to them. Totally. I do want them to enjoy the show. And that's, I think a, like a big difference is I see a lot of, some comedians are like, they have a motto that like, no matter what I do, I'm going to do what I want to do. It doesn't matter where I am. Where for me, it's like, no, I want to make these people totally. happy. So I will change my setup.
1: A hundred percent. And it's, and it's like, yeah, yeah. it's you, you're kind of there yeah. to do a job. And it's, and they, they, and it's not just that like these people also came to see a show that this might be their one yeah. night out for the week, like they like they don't. It, and I, I absolutely try your best, shit. See if it kills. Be cool and confident in your stuff and be experimental. But like, at the end of the day, if you're going to a St. Catharines like bar with buck shooting as its main, I'm like thing, talking like pork credit. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say that I was as I was saying, I was like that bar loves filthy shit. I mean like. The Port Hopes, like, military Turkey's reenactment point. towns. Yes. You guys ever yes, done totally support, like, like Point? If no. They, if Laura. they have a, no. <laughs> no. If they have a fair, that's a pretty good indication. If they have some sort of fair <laughs> that they all look forward to.
0: Oh, my God. Okay, wait. I want to discuss this. This is interesting. I didn't even clock this until mm. you guys got here. But we all grew up in the Jewish Toronto community. Yes. Yes.
1: Did yeah. we? natalie but high
0: schools yeah i'm fr- uh, excuse me, that
1: was incredibly Rachel. rude of me i'm so sorry i erased your past in just uh, mere so moments rude.
0: wait where did we all show okay oh my please. god let's, yeah, high yeah, school? Yeah. Let's- oh wait are we saying high school or neighborhood high school,
1: let's- oh, wait, high school?
0: okay
1: let's say high school okay, first ready okay, okay. york okay,
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> Forest hill collegiate high school york Mills. york mills, mills. chat, chat.
1: <laughs> which one chat the not char the chat okay 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 chat. so in order so is wait, him, it
0: goes rachel then me then natalie
2: mm. i think yeah yep. yep yeah i was in french immersion oh yeah that's i went like to french immersion when i was a
0: kid um i went where did you Toronto go to french, french immersion
2: school. i spoke french literally fluently,
0: um and now i don't yeah that Let's happens that's that happens of time um wait if anyone wants to speak camps, yiddish i know three <laughs> words I, I took know a Yiddish, Yiddish recently. I took a class. Really? Uh, through the uh, JCC. Like online, on Zoom. Yiddish is okay. wild.
2: Next class, let me come up because I tried to do Duolingo. I don't know if you know this. Has do. Yiddish.
1: No way. Yes,
2: and it was a little hard for me, and I just like to um, – bump up my yiddish because with my ex I love to send him he's also jewish awesome. so it's a fun uh game i send him yiddish words some yiddish and,
1: dirty talk for sure yeah
2: and he calls me his yiddish doll so um, so really,
1: cute no <laughs>
0: it's not <laughs> disgusting jewish. i mean it
1: in the grossest way but uh wow no i, I learned i learned yiddish in, in Hebrews, in i cuz i went to Hebrew day school okay. up until grade 8 and yiddish was like mandatory since,
0: since the old days. i'll be
2: uh-huh. I'll be honest, I did go to Yud- y- like you know how some people took like Hebrew di- like school on Saturdays? Yeah. Yeah. Like I-, I did
0: Yiddish. That's
1: awesome. Wow! That's See, see that's Yiddish, cool. that's Yiddish, Yiddish amazing. is no, it the people's cool.
0: language. Yiddish, Yiddish not time. is like, you know, the socialist language. That was not the it's written like amicable language. German. It, well, it's just a bit more well, folksy and it's an inherently funny It's folksy language. German. That's good. Um it's, well, people
2: always ask me because I do, I think there's a lot of Yiddish in my, like, every day, especially when I'm not around comedians, like, mm. just a lot of Yiddish words that are in, that I use. And my barista, um, I'm very close That's with a Yiddish him. word, I'm by the way, Every barista. day. No, just kidding.
1: It is absolutely <laughs> not, <Laura. laughs> I almost was like, what? Oh, yeah, they had baristas in the shtetl. <laughs> like, oh, for sure. For a sure. million, he also, totally.
2: He, he asked me the other day, he's like, oh, like, what's a, like, like a positive, like happy word. I was like, no, 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 no. you're not getting what Yiddish is. It's full of curses and words to like
1: insult yeah. people and like and tragedy, yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> tragedy and like the best insults you've ever heard. Mm. And like my mom and dad spoke Yiddish oh. around the house, so that's why like I went to Yiddish. Yeah, they my parents are immigrants, so they're like they all spoke so much Yiddish in my house. Did they speak it fluently? Do so they speak it fluently?
0: That's awesome. Yes. I'm yeah. so jealous.
2: That's um, wild. And then, but when I was like, last summer, around my birthday, I think it was my birthday last summer, I asked them, it was me, my mom, my dad, and like two siblings, and we were like, teach us some Yiddish slang, and we were cry laughing because it was so wild. That's give us like, Give us something. Tell yes. us some. Yeah, I want some. Yeah, so ones that I can remember, and I might be translating it incorrectly, but it's Guy Cucking k- Yum. Guy Cucking gai- Yum. Guy Yum. Guy cooking yum, which is um, it's like go into the lake and <laughs> die or something. Something like it's something like go in the lake and shit yourself. Like well, yum, like, yeah,
1: that's yum, yeah.
2: And then um, there's one about bagels where it's like I curse you to never have bagels <laughs> or something. <laughs> uh, that's why that feels fault. that I,
1: feels stereotypical. That's my favorite Jewish stereotype. So yeah, <gasps> that we love bagels. That we love bagels, 100. percent But how no, did because, we get talking? Oh, because it is. It's where we all went.
0: First of all, like, how Jewish were we all raised? Because obviously Rachel, pretty Jewish.
1: That's a great question. I was raised half
0: culturally Jewish and then half, you know, Shabbat, high holiday Jewish. But, like, mostly Mm -hmm. culturally so. Natalie, what about you? Well, it's really interesting. So they Uh speak Yiddish.
2: um, But no one, like, honestly, I'm the most religious family member. Because I had a family friend where I'd go to Shabbos dinner. Otherwise, yeah. if we did, we did Friday night dinner, we didn't yeah. call it Shabbos, and we'd go to Swishallah. Okay, All I it.
1: see. That's amazing. And you know what's so funny? Uh, not for Shabbat, because uh, in my family, it was like, we had Shabbos every Friday, like, always a challah, With always With the whole Shabbat, family like, Rachel, like, cousins, everybody? Yep. No, just oh, no, just... Oh, no, 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 f- no. Yeah. Also, like we we have a lot of pseudo cousins because you know a lot of the cousins are uh from 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 the other half of the world and 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 found by our our dear friend hitler but (laughs) um, but um the uh my my mom's parents so like my grandparents uh who came from like holocaust survivors fucking loved Swiss Chalet <laughs> in Kitchener. And they, like, it was a weekly, like, Swiss Chalet visit. And that's, so maybe, maybe Swiss Chalet is somehow, a somehow innately Jewish. A lot well, of salt. The Swiss,
2: there's a Swiss Chalet really close to my parents' house. but yeah. So that's what I
1: think. It so is. it's and more, it more, proximity. proximity. Oh, well, maybe because, like, Switzerland well, because was, like, kids neutral. in my family. Chicken. 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 Chicken's huge with Jews. Chicken's, like, all we had in Poland. That's, like, chicken. And potatoes. And potatoes. Chicken and potatoes. Um. God, but I, my,
2: but it's just, I think it was for my family that it was, there's five kids. It's a
0: lot. Yeah, that's real. So, I did not so I know you of,
1: had four siblings. I had four siblings.
0: Four the siblings. Youngest.
1: Wild. I did not know that. And that's I'm crazy. the youngest. That, see, that's, that's a kids perfect
0: kids formula for getting into comedy. Absolutely.
1: That it really is. Oh my God. A bunch of siblings you're and the you're youngest.
2: the youngest. 100%. You, and you, if you met my family, I'm the most normal.
0: Wow.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and... I know and, and I actually think the second
1: quietest. That's Interesting. Why oh my god, I would kill to be at Shabbat dinner with the Normans. No,
2: it's so it's my birthday tomorrow and I'm have my brother lives very close to me and he he has like a nice backyard. So I'm having my parents, me and my parents and my brother are going there and then I'm inviting a few friends and I know some of them are like, I can't come because I know what your family's like. And it's just... I,
1: see, that's a comfort Holy to me. I love that kind of noise that's and wonder- chaos. Oh my gosh. We... So like in terms of pseudo... We had like two other Jewish families that we grew up all to be cousins and we were all like within a block walking Aww. distance. And when all three families are in the same place, it's like... There's no break in a conversation. Like, it's everyone is having seven conversations at the same time at full volume. Like, there's four babies just on the ground. No <laughs> one's checking on them. No one's like, checking. There's, a, like, a dog here and there. Like, it's, there's, people aren't even eating dinner at the table. People, some people are on the ground. Some people are, like, in the backyard. Some people are on a couch. It's, yeah, oh I God, love that You are going to be amazing. so excited.
0: I'm going I- to uh, uh, UB United Bakery tonight for my Bubby's dinner for her birthday. With my whole family.
1: Oh that's my god! Invaders. That's all, so wonderful. How old are your
0: you turning? Um, don't yeah. don't you dare put me on the spot like that. My, I'm so bad at knowing things. Amanda, I don't know anything. My sister. Wait, would know.
1: Natalie, how old are you turning? <laughs> I'm turning double high. You're turning double high.
0: Wow, muscle, muscle top. top. You don't look. Thank you. High, I look yeah. really good. Wow. You look single high. It's called.
2: Bu- you look single. I you am one high. high. I'm definitely single high in life. <laughs> oh my god, um, love it. But it's called uh, not having yeah, kids sure.
0: and botox. Oh, you do you botox? Oh, hi. Okay. It's not obvious. Yeah. And it's I'm good. Are you?
2: you wait, know, did you? Go, have you both no, gotten
1: no. it? Oh my gosh! Listen, further.
2: I'm very open about it. I go to a Jewish doctor, so no, you're <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's stunning.
1: This and is also, I'm like genuinely yeah, yeah, botox is doctors. not and fillers. Also my lips,
0: like it's pretty subtle. Well, I have filler, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's also subtle. Hot. Your Jewish damn. doctor's doing a great job. Once again. If you yeah. go to a good doctor, like, my lips are filled. And oh, no, you'd be shocked it. at the people who have it that you would never know because it is done quite well, like, really subtly. Because if you don't, if you, if, like, I didn't have a top lip.
2: Uh-oh, mm. where'd it go? I had no
0: top lip. It should, it, it was, uh-oh, I like that look. Anyways, the point. I really do. Yeah. No, but you do I don't. really do no, like and don't. especially with, like, toothy people when they have, like, a thinner upper lip, and I'm not being facetious, I think it looks cool. That's just me. <laughs> okay mm-hmm. wait did so, we figure out how old oh, your buddy 87? is Seven, nine. yeah oh my god i'm the worst she i think she listens Whatever, to it this is. but i love her Always. i love her it's fine she's getting older and i love yeah. her um she's but wait older, i do want to know look a day i do want to know how much single she's high. at least single to, to to double high she doesn't look a day <laughs> over double high
1: That's i want to know about. how
0: much the com- the jewish community in toronto like influenced you guys as people but also like did it push you into stand-up in any way like was the community influential in like your mm. comedy and feeling like maybe an a bit of an outcast so comedy is a natural pursuit any anything to yeah. say about that I'll let Rachel go first
1: <laughs> uh, thank you Natalie uh it's so funny you say that because uh growing up I didn't know like I was in very much a Jewish bubble and I didn't know like I thought we were just I I thought we were just normal Jewish like I thought everyone was as religious as we were and it didn't take until leaving the bubble to realize like oh we were like kind of pretty conservatively religious uh like we I mean we weren't Shomer Shabbat or anything that, like that but like the people in my high school there was like people who were Shomer Shabbat or Shomer Nagia which means you can't touch anyone of the opposite sex what? so like I was like oh we're not that so we're like pretty chill yeah. but like and then I go outside and I was like oh wait fuck no, Like most people don't do half this shit like I still can't wear pants to synagogue like that's a big what c- synagogue point of contention with me and my mom
0: the oh, same. I do. No. I don't go anymore, but my no. bo-
1: you'll see my boobie there. I was going to yeah. say, haven't seen you there in <laughs> easily a but my decade. my sweet Come on. still every
0: year is like, I have your tickets. I have your tickets. Oh,
1: I'm sure I've seen her then. Because I still, I mean, I, I haven't. It's not She's the, the woman Vietnam, who looks 87. I, I still, amazing. 87. Gorgeous. 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 But yeah, gorgeous, so, gorgeous. so you grew um, up in a
0: bubble and it wasn't until later. So
1: I grew up in a very Jewish bubble and it wasn't until, so I was just like, I mean, I, I was I was definitely like a theater kid at, in at Chad at high school. I was very much a theater kid, um, and I and I liked doing that. But it wasn't until I got to university, like outside of the Jewish bubble in the Jewish community, that I was like, oh, I sound and talk differently than most people that I that I'm meeting now. So I guess I, I was influenced, but I didn't even know it was, it was different. Yeah. So when I got like, when I got to university, I had this reputation of like, oh my God, she's so like funny and loud, but like, everyone I know is funny and loud. So I, 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 I guess I, I was influenced, but I, I didn't, Not consciously. Uh, I didn't know it until, I, yeah, I didn't know it until I left. Interesting. Hmm.
2: Um, I think it's like so bizarre for me. Um, when I was a kid at home, I was very, very quiet. Mm-hmm. And then I went to summer camp, as one does.
1: Summer camp is where we find ourselves, of course. Well,
2: I really, like, you know, I felt comfortable. So I, was I, and it wasn't, like, always like this at summer camp. But as I got older, like, you know, she was, like, the funny girl. Mm. And, but it wasn't until, like, you know, I think my parents were truly shocked when I said I wanted to be a comedian because they didn't know me as, like, the jokester.
1: Oh, that's so funny. Right?
2: They wouldn't have ever guessed it. But, you know, around my friends, I was, like, you know, in university, I lived with three non-Jews. I was like the token Jew. Mm. Like, I'm very, you know, and I'm more religious, like I said, than everyone else yeah. in my family. Right. Uh, so it always, and I come from a Yiddish household. I've always loved yeah. comedy. Right. But I think what really, like, my Judaism came out more in my comedy uh, when I met Robbie yeah. Hoffman. Uh, there's and I a so her Judy, and I also think her Judaism came out more for yes. herself. Totally. Because I think both of us, like when we started, there wasn't, there's, everyone thinks that there's a ton of Jews in comedy and there is, but not in no. Montreal and Toronto.
1: Mm-hmm. No.
2: There's very few of us, but when we met each other, it was like, we both come from big families. We mm. both speak Yiddish or our parents, like my parents are immigrants, like her grandparents are immigrants. So I think, and together, like I always spoke Yiddish to like certain people and it's like a token thing We're mm. with her... We just understand each other. And I think, and she, maybe she doesn't see this, but definitely she became more Jewish around me. And I then it kind of just started going, you know, flowing out into my comedy. And I was like, oh, right, this is who I am because I've always been like this. But when you start comedy, you're trying to find your voice. And you kind of turn off the things that maybe are truly you. Totally. Yeah. Um And I think, but also being more comfortable, I like... You know, and I think Yiddish is funny, but the problem is, like, and I always include in my language, but you have to explain things, so it's...
1: Yeah, that's so funny. Because people don't know
2: the
0: language, I so. sometimes think that's funny. Like, I'll use... I use Yiddish words often with non-Jews, um, and I always say muzzle-tough instead of congratulations to whoever I'm talking to, and I love, oh, right, I love when course. they don't know what I'm saying. Like, it almost adds to the wow. comedy. Like, to me, it's funny when someone says something on stage, like a word in a language that's their language. And I don't know what it means and I'm like, I don't know. There's something about it where I'm like, Yeah, that's yours. That belongs to you. And like you're in your you're mm-hmm. in your authentic self right now. And I don't get it, but it I'm excited for you. And it sounds funny. You know what I mean? For yeah. For sure. And like, um like Yiddish in particular is what I love about it
2: is that uh certain words you don't have to know what they mean to get the word.
1: Yeah, it sounds very much like its meaning. Yeah.
2: So, like when I say fakakta on stage, people are like,
0: no, what sure. exactly, there's like a shape to that word. Like you can feel yeah. it. It's tangible.
1: Or you know like shmata I, or something like that. Yes. Yeah. Oh, shmata yes. is a really I good get, one.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I get it really weirdly Jewish, though, around my lovers.
1: Um, That's dated a, so funny.
0: I don't know. It's just I would like, have never like in, in the I intimate don't, make, situation in the intimacy time that's not yes. that's
1: not in the sex part of my brain that's like my my jewish identity is so which it should maybe it shouldn't be but it's it, it's so because i grew up with like rabbis around every corner yeah. like it's right it, it's just not in this the, is in the by the way i'm part. so sorry to See, my family but i think
0: maybe it's just natalie's like choking on cum and so it sounds like she's speaking <laughs> yiddish <laughs> i swear to my producer and my family
1: on this podcast. Well, I'm not yeah.
2: sorry. I'm not yeah. sorry. No, Who no, I be. actually say, I think it's just, I think at the core of me is I'm very like a Yiddish, like a greenie. Yeah. Yes. Do you know the term greenie? I think I just, and then the other world, the other outer world has affected me and kind of dulled that. Mm. So when I'm in an intimate situation, I'm just going oh, to, I'm so the most me. Yeah. You're that
1: Yiddish amadala, 100%. So like,
2: I'm a Yiddish amadala, so like... <laughs> So, like a lot of time,
1: I'll be like Baruch Hashem. Like, <laughs> oh, you do say Baruch Hashem a lot, which is so funny because I used to say it a lot, and then I like was around non-Jews enough that I just kind of stopped. It, and then exactly. you, and then you reminded me, and I was like, Oh yeah, what a great like, oh Baruch Hashem, like it's a perfect. That's like, a good example of yes, how like and, like, and like,
0: Jew, like being around another Jew so like solidifies your Judaism.
1: Yes, totally. Well, because it
0: makes us feel comfortable, right? Yes, like,
2: and safe.
1: Uh-huh. Um, but like yeah. <laughs>
2: I'm with like a lover and I'll be like Baruch Hashem. And then I remember one guy was like, Baruch Hashem? And I was like, Baruch Hashem. L- Read a
1: book. <laughs>
2: Speak Yiddish. Come on. And I'm, and so I'm yelling funny. at him and I'm like, or like someone will be like, or like a lover will be like, come over, we'll make brisket. We'll have matzo balls soup. We'll
0: do it all. he's like, what is wrong I also
1: love that you will have them sex. Lovers. We'll have challah. I don't
0: think I've lovers. ever. I was
1: I was gonna I was gonna bring that up later. I love the idea of calling you, them. You use lovers. it well, I like think that's beautiful. I could. You know, use it very well. If I said lovers, everyone would be yeah, like. Oh,
0: but it, was, it, it, it rolls off your tongue very them? organically yeah well sure. because
2: they're not my boyfriends that's I the think sure. they they their
0: lovers it, it it feels like when some people use it I, like like they have like a roster like all of their lovers are currently in the room that they're in like hiding I
1: don't yeah. know it also feels very old timey it, feel it feels old-timey. very old timey very uh, yeah I think you guys aren't getting that I am literally though I'm double high
2: a double very high. young and wonderful age
1: nubile aged. Jewish woman
2: in, in at my core yeah. I'm yeah, 150 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's fair
1: yeah totally um I got that.
0: like i'm wait i also want to yes. know just in the name of staying slightly on theme if mm. how feminist you were raised if at all if feminism factored into your guys's upbringing or if that was Ooh. a later discovery and if you don't want to talk about it that's also okay
1: yeah can you imagine i'm like <laughs> no and then we just have to move on
0: um I can't lose garbage sorry at,
1: yeah sorry no <laughs> natalie you go for it i took it last time
0: Okay, uh, no.
2: I don't. I wouldn't say my household was like a feminist household, but I do have three yeah. sisters, um, which is a lot of women. But I think, um, I think I was a loud mouth sometimes. Yeah. Very the loud, moments I was a loudmouth was because I felt frustrated with the way I was treated yeah. by like little schoolboys. I remember I got into a fight with someone who's like now a friend of mine, and I was like, he called me fat. I was like, you're fat, like. <laughs> And I'm going to speak up for myself because who else yeah. is going to do it? Yeah. Um. So I think it just by, you know, what I see around me kind of affected me. And, you know, being around a lot of women, I think tends... And I, I mean, it, everyone's different. What am I saying? Mm. I think I've be- a lot of loud mouth yeah. women. Yeah. So I don't think I thought of it as feminism. But I thought, oh, I'm just going to say what I want and speak up for myself because this is how that's I'm... That's such a, a good point. S- yeah. That's such and a you were in a point. family
1: of five. Like... Yeah, you had to be loud. There's no time to waste. Well, I
0: I no like, time. didn't grow up. I would say my mom probably actually currently would call herself a feminist. But it was certainly, I wasn't growing up on like mm. feminist literature. But my mom certainly lived by the ideals of feminism in the sense that she mm-hmm. always spoke up for herself. Like she didn't back down. She was always like in charge of shit. Whenever people would like defer to my dad, she would like take over you know, like, that's behaved, awesome. like, with the ideals that made it very easy for me to transition into feminism later in life, if that makes sense.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I think Judaism bakes in a lot of, like, ar- like argument. Like, it's, like, yeah. my dad is, like, was always very important of, like, if a person is being stupid, you got to really academically, like, mentally take them down, <laughs> which is, I, mean, I that's- love. <laughs> Which I not, not in a way that's like destroy them, but just in a way of like, yeah, no, no, no you destroy them and then hurt who they are. <laughs> no, but it's like, it's like, it's like, you, you gotta, you gotta like do your yeah. homework so that you can like, w- when someone's being silly or like, uh, the, uh, it's funny. Cause at the time it was against my Hebrew teachers who were objectively stupid. And he was like, no, they're dumb. And you need to be able to like explain to them why. So there was that. And it's funny. Cause I had a bit of a mixed Bag because there was again, I it, there's a whole thing of like I can't wear pants to synagogue. That's a, a big point of just contention to clarify. Okay, that's, a,
0: that's like your mother policy. Okay, that's
1: a my mother policy, but that's arguably not a like women should do this. It's like it's it's like a, I just want to say,
2: yeah, I, I would never even though like even if we could it's that feels foreign to me it feels it it
1: very much so and it's it's very much like that's almost I wouldn't I wouldn't put that in the category of like anti-feminist I put that in the category of like she comes from old country mentality in terms of her parents of like this is what we do and this is like what we do for our community and that's how you show up and that is it so and that again has good things and bad things attached to it but I mean my mom was but my mom in in her own way like was also very much of like she loved playing sports and like would always be mad if if growing up like she wasn't allowed to play on the boys sports teams and like there were just shit like that and she was she's a boss she's a like a literal boss out out there and in Shout out to Holland Blurview, but um, yeah, I don't know. Shout out to the chil- wanna, children's hospital. <laughs> but,
2: I just want to yeah. say something that I, I'm thinking is like mm. another thing that I think the reason I became like this was the strongest like archetype in my life. I for lack of better words was my grandmother. Yeah, who? who but my grandmother was such an interesting character. She was a secular for the most part Jewish, but like mm. not very religious. But she she was married in russia lost one husband mm. had to fend for herself got married again second husband died so then she had three kids now at this point to herself moved the kids around and like we knew these stories and then was still like you know education was so important to her reading was so important to her and it was a very strong bond between me and her and like i don't remember like my grandfather was a step-grandfather so it right. even though he was always there it was like you know, this is the boss of the house.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. so that's so interesting. She all of us. It's very much a matriarchal. Mate, like for like sure. Judaism, big into matriarchal. Yeah. But you know what's super interesting that I learned later in life? We're getting into family secrets now. Um, but <laughs> let's, let's do it. So my Bubby mm-hmm. was very much like archetypal Loud mouth Jewish woman. She made all like she made chicken soup, she made brisket. She was so loud and so in everybody's face and so socially inappropriate. But like, she sounds like me, I don't know. Literally 100% part of who she was. But I found out kind of later in life that she converted and that she, my grandfather, like her husband, was a Holocaust survivor and came over to Canada. And she was a small town girl from Nova Scotia, and like, oh, but that converted clocks. to Jewish East coasters and Jews, and some good, some similarities. Oh, toad- oh so much yeah. crossover. It's so true. A lot of community like based stuff. But yeah, so it was so interesting that like this like very typical example I had of like the Jewish bubby turned out to like it was very much a yeah. Jewish bubby, but like wasn't didn't start out that way. That is which really is really super interesting. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, you
0: get embedded in it, you get embedded in it for long enough, and it's quite contagious. Mm-hmm. That kind of, like, oh, noise totally. and community and food and, like, who, who wouldn't oh, want to be a part I, of that?
1: I, I, I live with my, with my boy, Shiksa, and he is starting to speak Hebrew. My boy, Shiksa. My boy, Shiksa. That's like my girl Friday, My boy, Shiksa. Yeah, exactly. My boy, Shiksa. Um, yeah.
0: Who were the <laughs> other, like, Jewish women in your guys' life that you would say influence your comedy? If any.
2: Hmm.
0: I think, listen, I'm a,
2: I stand with Joan forever.
1: Yeah. What a great,
2: okay, great example. Joan Rivers, and I think a lot of people are like, get really tense when you say Uh her name still. And I, I like, I, I don't think people understand, like, you know, I think we remember her as this fashion police, like, making women cry, friends with Trump, Mm -mm. person. And for me, I'm like, she, yes, that's a part of who she is, but yeah. she was like, had this, um, one of the first like female hosts of late night. She had this amazing Johnny Carson set. Like, she persevered with so much tragedy in her life. On top of it, she like donated so much of her free time. Mm-hmm. She did so many things secretly. Like, she did, she delivered Meals on Wheels every day in like her 80s and 90s till the day she died. She Wild. also, like, she just, to me, and you know what? Sure, you can be offended by her jokes. They are well written.
1: They are. She's the basis of hacks. Like, she's. Yeah, she's just. Lifeblood of old female comedy. Yeah.
2: So, like, and so, and like, you know, they talk about all these like edgy male comedians. Like, Joan was edgier than all of them because, in many ways, like, she wrote a dark joke, but it wasn't always punching down. Like, Mm. and a lot of it was punching at herself. And yeah. I truly, like, I think she's iconic. I really do think I'm in my Joan Rivers phase right
0: now.
1: I love it. And I'm it. loving it. I'm well, you, loving you, you it. Double be, high as the Joan Rivers You can fans. be an
0: imperfect feminist, right? Like, especially someone of her generation. While also, like, similar to what we were saying before, living feminist ideals so and influencing younger generations of feminists, you know,
2: women. Yeah. Well, the big thing with Joan is she always fought for her place in the comedy world. Mm-hmm. And it, whatever we think of like how male dominated it is now, it was way more back then. Oh, certainly. yeah. And her, and then obviously like I don't know how anyone doesn't love yeah.
1: Sarah Silverman's the reason. Okay, I was gonna come. say I was, I was gonna say you can't like, I, and and people have their own like uh, that, that that has its whole yeah. other thing because no female comedian can just be a comedian, and it, it they have so much like gunk attached because the world we live in but like you can't you can't throw away like she's so unbelievable she she's so and i still listen to her podcast to this day it's so, it's good. so good She's, brilliant.
0: she's a, i think a, a she's sincere genuine like, lovely person too. listen it's parasocial relationships yeah. but from what i can tell totally um she like she also i feel was successful and like at the height of her career at a, such a crucial fucking age for probably like all of us. Like she was the mm-hmm. person like when I was ten to seventeen and getting really into stand up, she was the female Jewish comic that was yeah. killing it.
2: Mm-hmm. For sure. And I mean, I just her last I special I loved her
0: last special. Like I loved it. It was so Wait, did I miss one? Which about, is which is the like most recent one. Stardust. It's, or something? There's
2: a red there's backdrop. A there's a red backdrop. I don't know. But there, she talks I about check. like <laughs> her dad
1: go to summer camp and like. Yes. OK. Yeah. This is a, a. Oh, incredible special. Holy crap. And it's just like,
2: you know, people think of her as just a dirty comic. She is so eloquent. Every word is so intentional. There's a calmness when you watch her and
0: you're like, as the crazy person I am, I don't understand how she does it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she has a quiet confidence. Yes, you're right. Even though her jokes are extra, sh- her energy is not.
1: No, and her, she has a very sweet delivery. It's like yeah, she'll say something so, crazy and then, like, have a yeah. little smile. It's very sweet. But so
2: restrained. It literally, to me, is elegant. Yeah. yeah. Like, she's dirty, but she's the, like, most, like, she's, like, literally, like, so poised. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, it's, it's you know, so her, and it's so beautiful to watch, even though she's yeah. delivering grossest, the grossest yeah. thing you might she ever hear. She also had
0: an incredible mm-hmm. way, of, like, you know, just, like, on podcasts or anytime she was with like a group of, and not to be so fucking binary, but uh, like when she was with comics yeah, who were not we're... women, um, she has she really had a way always of like maintaining s- s- her like f- fitting in and being able to hold her own um, while also like maintaining her feminism, like maintaining like you know what I mean, not being yeah. one of the boys while also being able to like hang out with men and hold her
1: own, you know. And not like completely throw her values, throw her values away. away, or, throw, or like self-deprecate,
0: or talk shit about other people who are not men. You know,
1: which I find very difficult to do. Like I, I truly to this day I find it so hard. Actually, you know what? Less so after the pandemic. I really that it, a, a piece of my brain shut off about giving saying. a fuck. But um, but be- it's hard. Yeah, you know, it's hard not to want to be like one of the guys when you're in a green room, and then you have to kind of like check Absolutely. yourself. Mm-hmm.
2: I think the easiest way to not do that. Is just be so unabashedful about being yeah. yourself. Yeah. I was in a career room with like five guys the other day. And I was like, "Which one of you is fixing my bra?" <laughs> and they were, and they're like, "Well, we don't want to." And I was like, "You're all babies. It's a bra. What you think my boobs gonna? I mean, this is not a sexual situation. I need you to fix <gasps> what the fuck my did bra? you do to oh, your that's bra?" <laughs> yeah, I was, wearing, I was
1: wearing a strapless.
2: Okay. I was wearing a strapless, and oh, I needed it to God, tighten you, got you, got in the you. back. God, I can't I do like, a strapless. And I just. I think the thing is I just like I try to treat everyone
1: the exact same way and that's that's awesome That's and that take that try, it's hard it takes it practice does. it's a it's a genuine practice yeah. and to, to go back for like real quick to Sarah Silverman real fast because she brought up something that I didn't notice about specifically Jewish women on television in comedy or in movies or in anything she brought up that wonderful topic about how Jewish women are not playing Jewish women in movies, yeah. in television, true. anywhere, do no, not. It is true. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And and the fact and the fact about all of that, there is a certain amount of like desexualization that went like that. Like a a Jewish woman who is Jewy and like Jewish has to like the only person on. And I, and I granted, I did really love Marvelous Miss Maisel. Like in season one, it was it was no, it was but fine. Same. It was fine. I agree, but same. But we all feel that way. The only woman who is Jewish on that show is Alex Bornstein. Yeah. Yeah.
0: The non-sexual. And she is
1: void of like, void of desire, void of, she's the like, and like, that's her whole role on the show. And it's, and when we talk about like any Jewish woman, like Joan Rivers, RBG, like all these different roles, like in order for the woman to be almost palatable, To Hollywood, to television, she has to be somehow void of her Jewishness, which is, yeah, Sarah Sullivan put beautifully.
2: I just want to say that when I found out who, I don't know what her name is, the girl um, that plays Miss Maisel, was not Jewish, oh my I was actually God. offended. Oh, truly? And I, and I was offended because I'm like, oh, you're, why is it okay for someone to act Jewish? And I get it's a role. But, but it was like in but
1: that show now it's like, they're hamming the it. It's a character. They're doing of a hammy yeah. Jew. Yeah. They're doing a hammy Jew. Which again, if someone like Sarah Silverman or like an actual like Jewish woman was playing, I'm there would be some sort of degree of nuance. And there is not really when they're well, depicted. But that's it. a.
2: But my thing is like you know, there's a lot of talk of like you know a, what's appropriate for people to play and not to play. Yeah. But somehow it's fine for someone to take all my essence—a
1: Protestant <laughs> to like,
2: yeah—and make and make it a caricature, and like, yeah, it's yeah. it's fine. And I don't think it is fine. And I get that show has a lot of yeah. Jewish writers. Mm-hmm. I know that. Um, however, you couldn't have found the, a Jewish
0: actress to uh, play that role. Uh, it, uh, like, you're right, mm-hmm. Rachel. It's whenever any any character that has to be like sexual or or considered beautiful even though there's fucking gorgeous Jewish actresses are very very rarely yeah. played by Jewish women is it the exact same thing 100%. as like you know we're still white but there it is a bummer yes. it's a bummer and it's just an inaccurate portrayal and also um I just I I can tell this isn't necessarily like super fair but I can often tell when someone's not Jewish like just there's just like a yep. certain vibe essence something And it would be cool. Yeah, not always, not everywhere, of
1: course. But listen, converse to Judaism are still legitimate Jews.
0: Not all Jews are white. Yes. um, For sure. But if you grew up Jewish or you converted, even that, you have a much deeper understanding of the, like, nuance of Judaism. I
1: I will also say real quick, we we can't let this conversation slip by without talking about the fact that Bradley Cooper is putting on a fake nose to play Leonard Bernstein. Straight up. Like, Bradley Cooper is going to play the famous Jew Leonard Bernstein in the cinema, and he is I get prosthetic Ew, nose. That's uh, all. Just wanted to put that there. That sucks. That, I'm yeah, so sorry. Now, like, go. I
2: don't, I don't like that stuff. That shit, mm-hmm. I don't like it. It's, it's like, you know, it just all doesn't sit well with me. But no. I, to your point of Jewish being sexy, I think yes, in my comedy, I like. I think though I'm so Jewish. I think
1: I'm quite sexy. Oh, a hundred percent. You have like a vivacious energy very much. It's very like, I like to like, it's very much like, are you going (laughs) to fuck me? Like, well,
2: yeah. Yeah. But I, I think, I think it's important that like, you know, they may not see it, but believe me, people like it. Yeah. they Like the Jewishness. They think it's appealing. They also like, you know, it's fun. And like, we don't need to, with whenever we create a character, we don't need to take away from, you know, the background and the essence
0: and dumb it down or ham it up. We
2: just mm-hmm. need people
0: to be oh, themselves. Oh, for sure. I am yeah. so attracted to extraness. Like, I would say my type is somebody where when they leave the room, everyone has something to say about them, good or bad. I don't care. As long yeah. as they're being talked about, oh. that's my type.
1: God, so Well, true. I'll say my favorite lover I was going to say well, you have the lovers to speak for it. I mean that that list of lovers goes down and down.
2: My, uh, my favorite lover mm-hmm. that I is uh is happens to be Jewish and one of the parts about it, like I love his mm-hmm. Jewishness. Mm-hmm. Um and you know he is like he may not think he's Jewish like that Jewish but I'm like he's pretty extra mm-hmm. and it's quite fun.
1: Yeah. Fun. There is an unabashedness that goes along with Historically, with Judaism, that I I think is is, is especially in comedy, it's hot. It's freaking hot it's to hot. be so like praise in your, your Jewish face. female
0: comedians because they're the sexiest. They're comedians. so I said hot.
1: It. Have sex with a female Tonight. comedian, guys. I truly can't
0: think of a better note to end on. <laughs> so. Thank you both Excellent. so so much. I had such a blast chatting with you guys. Oh, you made it so, so easy fun. and so fun. So much fun. Such
1: a such a delight. I love hanging. I love hanging with you. Madalas. I love hanging with you,
0: Madalas. <laughs> okay, Natalie, let's get back to our lovers. I love um, but Rachel, Natalie, to thank lovers. you so much for being here. Thank you for, no, having, me. for
1: having me. Bye. Guys.